Imagine how good it would feel to give yourself permission to say no to something, to say no to those things that no longer serve you, so you can create space for something better to emerge. Hi everyone, this is Jim Riviello and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this, how do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give the answers. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Riv, and in this episode, I want to talk about learning to say no. Like, wouldn't that be cool? See, I have to imagine that the folks that are listening to this right now, um, you know, we all are are from a, a very common crowd. We all pride ourselves in an ability to get a lot accomplished, right? I mean, you wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't like one of those high performers, right? In fact, many of us run faster and hope that once a current project or a client challenge or business trip or other just like fill in the blank task, whatever it is, is over, then things will settle down, except they they never do. See, the overflowing uh, inbox of emails and voicemails and text messages and then this endless list of, of things to do makes it easy to kind of feel overwhelmed. I mean, internally and externally, we have these like power struggles that emerge that we just find ourselves like losing energy because of someone or something, right? That's, that's, that's outside of our control. And before you know it, like these distractions, this, this, all this noise around us, like begin to like ignite these old uh, behavior patterns, for lack of a better word, that convince us that um, we have to kind of like regain control of a situation, a situation that in many ways we don't even have control of in the first place. See, I'll give you an example of, of where I'm going with this. Is email's a perfect example. Do you ever feel distracted or just overwhelmed by the simple sheer volume of email you get? I mean, I don't know about you, but for years, I struggled to effectively manage the tremendous amounts of uh, email I, I receive on a daily basis. What's worse was like I had this like knee-jerk reaction that every time to, to check my phone or computer, every time like a, a, like a new message arrived, I, you know, see, I had this false belief. Like I, w- I was raised to believe that we had to always be on. Like, you know, God forbid if we weren't always available, right? And that I, I must, I, w- I wasn't doing my job or I wasn't providing good service to my clients if I, if I wasn't always like, you know, glued to my email. And next thing you know, like, I was becoming like a crazed mad madman. And, you know, a new email would, would pop up on my laptop during a meeting or my phone would buzz and with like a, uh, an email no- notification. And next thing you know, like I would be find myself like jumping to check it out. And especially when I was driving, I put my phone in my, in my cup holder and I would have these email alerts pop up on my, on my phone. And, and next thing you know, like, you can't help but to be driving and to have your eye go right to your phone. And when I saw like a new notification pop up, I just like felt compelled to check it right away. I mean... God forbid, what, what if it was something really important? And I got to be honest with you, I hated this feeling. I mean, I literally hated this feeling. I hated feeling like a slave to technology. So I decided to, uh, and this is years ago, I decided to reluctantly experiment with something that uh, my coach 
uh, encouraged me to do. And, and she she encouraged me to to turn off all my email notifications on my phone and my laptop. And at first I was just like, no, nah, no, nah, I can't be like I, I got to always be on. But uh, she really pushed me and she encouraged me. Okay, well, let me let me let me backtrack here. Like encouragement is kind. She demanded. <laughs> it's probably a better word. And if, and if you guys know her, it's uh, you you probably would be smiling right now. But um, she actually demanded. She said, you know, Jim, I want you to try at least for one week. Like, what's the worst thing that could happen? And um, I said, all right, you know, I'll I'll give it a try for a week. And I got to tell you, man, it was amazing. Like, I I discovered that not only become, becoming a safer driver, that was just like one little byproduct, but through this experience, I discovered that the volume of email I was getting wasn't really the main issue. It was how I processed and organized the quantity of data that was my real problem. See, this is something I have complete control over. And the same is true for all of us in our daily lives. If we're not careful, the fear of letting go of things that clutter our mind can quickly become, can quickly begin to manage us or even control us. And so this led, led me to a couple of changes, right? So the first thing I, I decided to do was I decided to adopt a new rule of checking email five times a day. So like now I only check email like once in the morning, before and after lunch, uh, late in the afternoon and right before I go to bed. And I can't, be can't begin to tell you how these like simple like changes just like turning off email notifications and just disciplining myself when to check email help to create some additional space in my life right like it raised my awareness to like I, I began to see like wow how many many distractions I have and limiting beliefs that led me to kind of become and stay overwhelmed see living a simple life holds a different meaning meaning for and value for everybody, right? For me, it means eliminating unnecessary distractions so I can spend more time doing the things I feel are important and of value. See, achieving simplicity isn't always a simple process. In fact, it's a journey, not a destination. And in many times when you begin to kind of like uh, simplify things, it can often be a journey of two steps forward and one step backward. And sometimes that can even be frustrating in itself. Let me give you an example of that. Uh, this is a real life example. See, once I bought a, uh, years ago I bought this personal scanner and I had this whole intention of eliminating all the paper in my life. Like, okay, I'm gonna go electronic. And I quickly fell in love with this, this scanner. And, and next thing I know, I began sifting through the, the, the tons of folders I carry around and, and I started scanning in all my paper. Right. And being an organized freak that I am, I began developing this like um, electronic archive like uh, system. Like I was figuring, OK, how am I going to organize this stuff electronically, like electronically so I can I can retrieve it faster. And during this process, a really strange thing happened. I realized I got a lot of shit. I, mean, I was like, wow, I collect a lot of stuff. And what started out as a simple task of trying to eliminate clutter suddenly became this much larger like thing I had to do and I found myself quickly becoming overwhelmed just by the sheer volume of paper and what I thought was going to be like take me minutes to, to just scan some things in and kind of throw things out and feel good was in fact now taking me hours and it was starting to frustrate the hell out of me because like I, I, I was actually doing this on a weekend and I was like and it was really nice outside and this was like was not how I envisioned spending 
a gorgeous Saturday morning. So what I started to question myself was like, like how could something that was meant to like really simplify my my life was now causing me more stress? And does that sound familiar? Like, have you ever tried to improve something and only to feel frustrated when you realize it's harder than you ever thought? And here I was, I was finding myself afraid to throw stuff out. I was like, no, I can't throw that out. I got to scan that in because, you know, it was like, you know, I might need it someday. Who knows? You never know. I might need it someday. And while it sounds like this all sounds like maybe a trivial example, I guarantee it's extremely similar to what happens to all of us in our daily lives. See, oftentimes we're afraid to let go. We're afraid to let go of the very thing that is causing us discomfort. Then it hit me. Learn to say no. I was like, wham, like this is one of the key habits I was practicing, but I somehow like lost sight of it or somehow kind of got cluttered. I, like, I don't know. So, and then I realized like, if you can't learn to say no, you're eventually going to take on too much, too much, which was really happening to me at that moment. So as I returned to my desk that, that afternoon, I was like, I had this whole new attitude. I was like, okay, you know what? I'm determined to say no. And I grabbed a, a green trash bag and I started over and I said, okay, I found myself now throwing more things away. Like things I just like, I was like, seriously, I haven't looked at this thing in years. You know, there's no way I'm going to, even if it's scanning electronic, no way I'm going to look at it. So this like really started to feel good. And the, the things I thought were of value really didn't have the value I once placed on them. And so suddenly as I would begin this like purging process, my energy like level started to like increase and like all of a sudden like purging the unnecessary began to feel like really, really good. And so I, so I wanted to share that with you because we all have a ton of clutter in our daily lives and it's not just professionally, but personally too. Right. And I just want you to imagine for a second, step back, like, and, and just imagine if we learn to say no to those things we don't really want or need and begin to say yes to the things we that, that, we, that we, we really do, right? Um, your ability to lead a more fulfilled life is not gonna come from keeping more things in motion, but from really the, the opposite. It's gonna come from your discipline to release those things that no longer serve you. See, when we seek to reduce all the noise that clutters our mental and physical windshield, we begin the process of honoring ourselves and begin the process of actually creating space for something better to emerge. So here's the challenge, right? We're all pretty good at creating goals and lists of things we want to do. But seriously, how often do we stop and identify those activities and or distractions, whether they're professional or personal, that prevent you from operating at your best. And then we stop doing them. I bet not often. So here's my question for you. What can you stop doing that will have minimal to no consequences in order to create space for things that do matter? So I want you to do this. When you get done listening to this podcast, I want you to create a stop doing list. Just get a sheet of paper out and identify all those things that just like you can stop doing that are going to really have minimal uh, consequences for you 
this actually has, I've added this to my arsenal of some of my favorite uh, planning tools, both you know in business when I help clients, as well as personally, it's just by creating a stop doing list. You know, we're all good at creating start doing lists, but I want you to do the opposite. I want you to create a stop doing list. And, and simply try it. Don't take my word for it. Experiment for yourself. Just try it. Give yourself permission to say no to something and just simply observe how good that feels. All right. I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. I want you to make a conscious commitment to create a stop doing list. Just simply give yourself permission to say no to those things that no longer serve you well so you can create space for something better to emerge. Okay, do me a favor. Share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.